A woman drove through a graveyard because she was late for an appointment. Japan will allow women to participate in their naked festival. And the police in Spain arrest a priest for selling Viagra. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast in the galaxy. Woohoo! Eh. A woman drives over a graveyard because she was late for an appointment. Well, there's, um, I'm late, and then there's, I'm late! <laughs> Clearly she was late for something important. Um, she's like, I'm not going to miss this appointment over my dead body and these other dead bodies. I'm wondering if she purposefully ran through the graveyard and that it wasn't a mistake by Google Maps. I don't know if you've noticed, but uh, Google Maps has been sending people into strange places. People drive into the ocean. <laughs> At what point do you stop following your GPS? <laughs> I don't know. The water's running up to the window, honey. Should I keep going? Let's get into the story and learn a little bit about if this woman had a good reason to drive over graveyards. Probably not. And will she be cursed for the rest of her life? There was a film once that I saw where a bunch of kids, they danced on graves and they were cursed. I mean, I'd imagine running over them with your Toyota is going to bring on a curse as well. The story's out of South Carolina, by the way. A minute in, and, and now I'm getting into the details. A woman desecrated numerous graves on her way to meet somebody. This took place on Tuesday. The unnamed driver decided her time was more important than that of the deceased. Well, one could make the argument that, well, the deceased have eternity. And for them, for them, time has stopped in the terrestrial zone. Uh, the police in Georgia say she was late for an appointment when she chose to mow down multiple tombstones at the Livonia Cemetery in Livonia. And uh, reports say that there were hundreds of dead at the scene, and they keep finding more as they dig up the story. This obviously was a grave error in judgment by her. To <laughs> Perhaps a grave error in judgment by me to insert all of these bad puns into the story. I heard you guys like dad jokes. Here we go. There's photos from the scene and we can see her large black SUV crash landing on a brick structure that appears to be a gravesite. It's definitely a gravesite. Um, the car's pretty beat up. I'd imagine she drove through several graves. So sad. County deputies showed up moments later to, I assume, apprehend her. Police say that uh, the woman's path took her down Interstate 85 and through Livonia into the Livonia Cemetery. That's how she goes to work. Uh, she damaged several graves, and when the police arrived, she ran on foot to escape custody, but was quickly apprehended. That's it. That's the end of the story. There's no other information here. I, I was expecting to come upon a, some interview questions where the police questioned her, and that's how they learned that she was late for something. Doesn't say that at all. She might not have been late. She might have been driving drunk. She might have been driving really quickly because she was in grave danger. For the first time in history, Japan is going to allow women to participate in the Naked Man Festival. Well, this is one way to fix your low birth rate. <laughs> Japan's very concerned about that low birth rate. They'll do anything to tackle it. Hey, there's a lot of naked men here. Let's allow some naked women for the first time. 
A shrine in Japan that organizes the famous Naked Man Festival will finally allow women to participate in the festival for the very first time in its 1,250-year history. That's a long history of the Naked Man Festival. It, it didn't begin as the Naked Man Festival. It just began as the Man Festival, but back then, men didn't have clothes. <laughs> so, then it evolved. Then finally, they had clothes, and they're like, well, should we still do the festival naked? And someone was like, yeah, let's just keep it traditional. A group of local women in Inazawa, in Japan's Aichi Prefecture, are all set to join the annual Hadaka Matsuri, which is held at the Konomiya Shrine in late February. While the women will remain fully clothed and avoid the traditional violent clash of near-naked men in loincloths, they will participate in the uh, ritual, Nayozaza ritual, Nayozasa ritual. This ritual requires them to carry bamboo grass wrapped in cloth into the shrine grounds. All right, we're learning a lot here, unpacking this. The women will not be naked. All right. The men aren't quite fully naked. They wear loincloths. Sounds to me like this festival is slightly mislabeled as the Naked Man Festival. They should call it the Naked Enough Man Festival. Loincloths. Seems proper. You don't want to see thousands and thousands of naked Japanese guys. Let's be real. The men wear a minimal ensemble consisting of a Japanese loincloth known as a fondoshi and a pair of white socks called tabby. So it's the Naked Man from the Waist Up Festival slash Fully Clothed Women Festival now. The festival celebrating the abundance of, abundance of harvest, prosperity, and fertility kicks off at 3 p.m. local time. This is the first time a group of about 40 local women will be a part of this ancient event. Uh, we have someone quoting the media, a woman, saying that she had wanted to take part in the festival ever since she was a little girl. She said she used to think, quote, I could have participated if only I was a boy. Oh, and now her dream's coming true. I don't know why you'd want to participate in the Naked Guy Festival. It must be pretty cool. Maybe they got a DJ. I don't know what's going on here. Shots, 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 shots. Naked Man Festival. Says about that. 10,000 people are expected to take part. That's a lot of loincloths and a lot of white socks and a lot of saggy man boobs. Going to be tons and tons of saggy man boobs. <laughs> I'm just imagining. I don't know. We have an official who organizes this event called Mitsuga Katayama, who said, quote, we have not been able to hold the festival like we used to for the past three years because of the pandemic. And in time, we've received a lot of requests from women in the town to take part as well. And um, the decision has been praised by local women and gender activists who say this is a positive step in their pursuit of equality. Many believe that the decision to involve women more prominently in the festival may be motivated by a broader demographic challenge as many rural communities face population decline due to young people migrating to cities for employment. Towns are left often predominantly inhabited by the elderly and the infirm. The need for increased participation in certain ancient traditions, regardless of gender, is seen as crucial to ensuring the continuation of cultural practices in the face of declining community populations. Now, in this festival, the Naked from the Waist Up guys aim to snatch one of two 20-centimeter-long shingi, which are wooden sticks, 
thrown by a priest into the crowd. These sticks thrown among 100 bundles of twigs are meant to bring a year of good fortune to whoever is lucky enough to catch them. Well, it would be nice if they would allow the non-naked women to catch those bundles of twigs so that they could have some good fortune in their lives as well. But perhaps, you know, next year, maybe they'll allow the women to do so. I love these old traditions. Uh, It's difficult to keep them going when you have uh, new generations that, yeah, they don't really have interest in such things in general. Uh, It's very, very low definition, low tech for, uh, for the Gen Z crowd to really want to participate. And I'm sure they'd participate if you could do it remotely. Because, <laughs> you know, these, these Gen Z, they don't want to really leave the house. <laughs> they just want to do everything online. And, uh, you know, if you did it online, I mean, then you could really have it be a naked festival for sure. Police in Spain have arrested a priest for selling Viagra. Raise the Lord! I mean, uh, praise the Lord. My bad. We have here a priest and his partner. They've been arrested in the town of Don Benito in the Spanish province of Extremadura as part of an investigation into the illegal sale of Viagra and other powerful aphrodisiacs. Choir boys rejoice. (laughs) They're going to take the Viagra away from this priest. This parish priest, well-known to the parish of San Sebastian, has been released on charges of trafficking what they're calling harmful substances. He's going to appear in court. The arrest was carried out Monday at the priest's home, which he also shares with his partner. During the arrest and subsequent search of the home, the agents seized several substances that were ready for sale. Says here the uh, priest and his partner are currently in prison without bail. I guess you could call them hardened criminals at this point. Actually, no, you bet they would be non-hardened criminals because they've taken away the Viagra. Investigations into this matter began many months ago when the civil guard became aware of the alleged sales of Viagra and other substances by the priest. Other substances such as what? Spanish fly, maybe? Because it's in Spain? Come on, guys! Uh, nowhere does it mention in the story how the priest distributed this Viagra nor to whom I'm, uh, I'm imagining perhaps it was parishioners that were suffering from erectile dysfunction something that the priest could have uh, became aware of in confessional booths you know yes my son tell me your sins well father I haven't been able to please the old wife lately I just can't seem to get it working down there you know at my age So that's a big sin, Father. I feel as though I've let her down, and I've let God down. I'm a failure in the eyes of God because it just doesn't work anymore. Well, my son, don't worry. I have a solution for you. Just take this bottle of blue pills and leave $50 in the donation basket outside. And I want you to know that God blesses you. God says unto you, be fruitful, my son, and multiply. And replenish the earth with the help of Viagra. It has risen. It will come again. Now, some other information. They're not giving the priest's name, but he's extremely popular within the San Sebastian Parish and is, says is very well liked by the community. The diocese released a statement saying, 
they regret the priest's actions due to the pain, suffering, and scandal that these events obviously entail. Well, sounds like the Catholic Church has just lost another good one, guys. <laughs> just a real straight-up guy, you know what I mean? I'd imagine uh, the church isn't releasing his name because they're just going to transfer him to another parish and allow him to keep his gig. That's what the Catholic Church seems to do. They like to cover up these sorts of behaviors, don't they? So I'd imagine the Viagra priest is just going to be in another place. And uh, I advise you to please consult a doctor if the mass lasts longer than four hours. <laughs> Yay! Hey, thank you for being a friend. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Weird AF News. I appreciate that very much. I also want to give uh, some love to someone that goes by Steamboat. Uh, Steamboat became a member of the Patreon. So give it up to Steamboat. I'm not sure what Steamboat does. I assume they fly a plane. Can you? <laughs> I think Steamboats are out of commission these days. So I'm not sure if Steamboat has a Steamboat. I would love it if Steamboat had a Steamboat. I would love to hang out with Steamboat on the Steamboat. Steamboat, not only, listen to Steamboat. So generous. Join the Patreon. Also bought me coffee. Psh, as if the Patreon wasn't enough. Steamboat was like, I'm going to get Jonesy some coffees as well. Um, you can do these things on my website, weirdafnews.com. By the way, you can click on the Patreon banner and join the Patreon. You can also click on the coffee cup logo and buy Jonesy coffee. Steamboat bought me some coffees and wrote, Man, I wish there was a buy a shot option or a roll a joint option because you deserve more than these cups of coffee, Jonesy. Thank you for being that bright light every day. No matter what kind of crap day I'm having, I can always count on you to bring me at least one laughter. That makes me forget the stress of life. Keep it up. Uh, also, I'm not a wrestler. Just enjoy the devil's lettuce a little too much. Hey, hey, if you ever make it down to Houston, I'll come to the show so we can enjoy a salad together. Wink, wink. Good luck with your life, man. Sounds to me like uh, Steamboat also likes the, uh, the old cannabis. So, yeah, we can hang out. I'm going to make it to Houston at some point because I got to get to Austin, which is close to Houston. So if, when I go to Austin... Because I got some friends there and I can do some shows there. I'm just going to, I'm going to also go to Houston during that trip. So we'll figure that out. Hopefully in 2024, by the end of the year, I'll be making a trip to Houston. So Steamboat, I'm going to find out if you got a Steamboat, bro, for real. I uh, also got a couple emails. Uh, one from Josh Birch, who wrote me, For butchering the Beatles song yesterday, you're going to have to listen to hours of Yoko Ono, Jonesy. In fact, she's going to help you do your show in your closet. Seriously, I love your show, man. I listen every day. Keep up the good work. That's a nice, funny, sweet message, isn't it? That's lovely. Also, Kelly Serbeck, Kelly in New Jersey, sent me an article, a Florida Man article for tomorrow, and then she wrote, Love the podcast, Jonesy. Keep up the great work, and screw the haters. They're probably Florida natives. LOL. <laughs> yeah, Kelly might be right. They could be Florida natives. I'd imagine I'm not, I'm not too popular in that state because of all the bad press I've brought on them. Although, really, if we're being honest, not enough people really listen to this show for me to even really make a dent. So, uh, Florida, man, they had a show on Netflix. I mean, and, and then there's the Grand Theft Auto, Florida video game. I mean, those, th those media companies are really giving it to Florida right there, I'll tell you right now. Oh, how could I forget I got the coolest gift that arrived at my apartment yesterday? It was... It's some ice cream, an entire box of ice cream. Can you believe that? And it's uh, from Cincinnati. 
Christy Cowley, who's a huge fan of the show, and um, she's been very generous in her support. And we've had some conversations on Instagram as well. She's really sweet. And she's like, I'm going to say, when she heard that I got a care package from Canada, she says, I should give you a care package from Cincinnati. I said, well, well, what do you got? She's like, well, we got some great chili, but we also got some awesome ice cream. And I said, surprise me. And she surprised me for sure. She sent me a whole box. It's like six containers of ice cream from this company called Graters, G-R-A-E-T-E-R, apostrophe, apostrophe S, could be Graters. Graders or greeters, one of the two. Anyways, it says since 1870, they've been making this awesome ice cream. And there's, um, I got six flavors in there. Like, um, there's like caramel birthday cake, cookies and cream, strawberry, vanilla, vanilla bean. I think there's a chocolate chip. I haven't eaten any yet, but I'm going to start today. And, um, I think I can probably finish one by the end of the day. I just got to believe in myself. And it was, uh, Christy wrote me a nice note too. It says, uh, thanks for keeping the laughs going, Jonesy. Next time, Cincinnati Chili from Christy. Isn't that amazing? It was just such a cool gift. I've never been mailed ice cream before. And I, you know, I wasn't sure how that worked, but they, they do it okay, man. It comes in like a cooler. There's dry ice in there. They've really figured this out. So, um, so I guess when Christy sends me chili, there's a way to send it to me while it's steaming hot still, I'd imagine. I hope so. But then, you know, I'll always, I could just heat up the chili. But yeah, I love chili too. And I've heard about that Cincinnati chili. So I'm looking forward to that as well. If you guys, if you guys think that you can send a better care package from your area of the world, yeah, let me know. Hit me up. I'll accept care packages. Maybe we can do a comparison. The one from Canada was amazing. And this one's pretty great as well. And I can't wait to dive into this ice cream. So thank you, Christy. Thank you to everybody who's ever sent me anything and showed love and support for me and the show. I just appreciate it. I'm a, I'm a very lucky podcaster, I have to say. And uh, my friends find it, uh, they find it just incredible that people send me stuff. They're just like, you get, someone mailed you this? I'm like, yeah, they mailed you, they mailed you homemade baked goods? I'm like, yes, yes, they did. <laughs> and I've gotten some cool stuff over the years. I got, I got, someone sent me, was it Nick? Nick sent me a bottle of champagne and a drinking horn. I mean, these are just one of the many amazing gifts that I've, that I've gotten. So, and Connie and Georgia has sent me some awesome stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a lucky guy. Anyways, you guys can um, just email me. I'll give you my address, funnyjones at gmail.com. Or um, you don't have to send me anything. You could just send me an email, say hello. You could send me Florida articles as well because tomorrow's Friday. And as you know, we're going to do Florida Friday. All the weird news from this week, from Friday, um, from this week on Friday only, which is the Florida Friday episode. In case you're new to the show, that's what we do every Friday, Florida Friday. If you want to call the show, it's a 646-450-2012. And my Instagram is at funnyjones. You can also send me stuff there, messages and articles and whatnot. And if you're in the Southern California area tomorrow night, Friday night, I got a big show in Hollywood. So all the information for that is on Instagram. And if you DM me, I'll put you on the guest list. How about that? All right? Because I love you guys. Okay, all right. This outro was very, very long. But it's very long because I, I received a lot of love. And, and for that, I'm just grateful.